Welcome back to the Purpose Mastermind Podcast. This is Mark Delaney. They call me, at least my son calls me, the Purpose and Life Mentor. I guess that's okay. I'm okay with that. There's nothing that compels me more than helping people live a life full of purpose, freedom, and great love. So I guess this topic today falls under the category of great love. I want to talk specifically about the power of a wife, and I just want to share my heart on behalf of men to wives out there on the role you have with your husband, because I think it's very powerful. A a wife has great power in a relationship with her husband, but, but what kind of power, what's it look like? Does the wife have power over her husband? <laughs> I don't think many men like the idea of that, that his wife is, has power over him to control him or make him do things. Does a wife, is her power underneath her husband? Like she is a servant to his greater power. I don't think women like that. I don't think that women should. I don't think women have power under their husband. I don't think that way at all. What I do think is this. I believe with all my heart that a wife has power for her husband. And this is powerful. I think what a wife is to her husband causes him to become a whole different kind of man. A wife has power for her husband. Let me explain it this way. If you're a person of faith, you've probably read the text in Genesis where it talks about that God created man and then he created woman because it wasn't good that man be alone. It was not good that man was alone. And it describes the woman as a helper or a helpmeet for him. Now, that word helper, when we think of it, it doesn't sound like a very powerful word. It sounds the opposite of that. A helper sounds like maybe a a first grade teacher saying to her class, who wants to be my helper today and go hold the door for everyone? Helper doesn't sound powerful, but let me explain something. My son, Matthew, who's been on this podcast many times, he teaches Hebrew at a university. And he's talked to me about this before. He said, Dad, there's a lot of words in the original Hebrew language that parts of Scripture was written in. We have a hard time translating some of those words into English. And sometimes we don't translate it very effectively. He said the word for helper, describing what a woman is to a man, is one of those words that really doesn't do a good job of describing what it what it is the woman is. He said throughout the Old Testament, that same word used to describe the woman to the man describes what God does when he comes in to rescue his people in times of trouble. Now that gives a whole different perspective to the woman being a helper to her husband. A woman has great power. It's not at all 
that the wife is a doormat to the husband. The husband is the person with power and purpose, and she just serves his power and purpose. That is not accurate in the slightest. But she does have great power to impact his life. And I want to talk more about that in the next few moments. Let's talk about the man. Here's how men feel. A good man realizes that his role is to lay down his life for his wife. That is his role. It's to lay down his life for her. But the man has a fear. If I lay down my life for her, is she going to walk all over me? Is she going to use me? You could say it this way. If I lay down my life for her, will she break me or build me? Because if I lay down my life, then I'm, I'm surrendering to her. What is she going to do with me in this surrendered place? I just talked with a man who said this to me. He said, as soon as we had a child, I stopped existing to my wife. And he spent, I spent the rest of my time with her um, doing the grocery shopping, changing the oil in her car, filling up her gas tank. She never had to do that. I simply served her. That was the role I had. But in his case, she never served him back. She just was glad to have a servant. And he just became a servant to her. But when he was choosing to serve her, which is what a good man should do, he feels like all she did was kick him. He feels like she she just crushed me. She used me. When a man surrenders his life to his wife and puts her in first place, imagine a man kneeling before his wife the wife has this is how a man feels he wonders is she going to kick me or will she crown me because every good man he wants to be a great leader he he wants to feel like um his own simple version of a superhero, that somehow his life makes the lives of other people better. But how does he become that? Because every man feels very limited. And a good man will actually admit that. We all know some men who are who are kind of bullies and try to show how strong they are and how powerful they are. And the reality is a man that's trying to be powerful and show himself powerful. If he really felt powerful, he wouldn't need to do that. The stronger a man projects himself, probably the less strength he actually feels he has. Because if you actually felt like you were a strong person You wouldn't need to try to project it to people. You would just believe that you are. But picture this. If a man wants to be a modern-day superhero, if he's humble about it, he realizes 
that he doesn't really have the abilities in himself to be the hero. He's very limited. Uh, Every man has weakness. And so the call to a man seems much bigger than what he's capable of. But here's what's powerful and what a powerful role that a wife can have in his, in his life. And that is this, that when he yields himself and serves his wife, what she can do is put the cape around his neck. Because you can't put your cape on yourself. You, you can't crown yourself a king. You can't, you can't knight yourself as a, as a knight. And you can't create your own cape and put a cape on yourself to be a hero to other people. So a wife has a powerful ability to put a cape around her husband's neck. But what a man fears is that if he yields himself to surrender to his wife, that she'll instead put a noose around his neck by controlling him, by judging him. And it feels like it just sucks the life out of him. Let me summarize by just saying three simple things. A good man realizes And he's honest about the fact that he's limited. He doesn't have all the answers. He doesn't know how to make things happen. He doesn't, he doesn't know like here is the exact path for how we must raise these kids. This is the way it's right. And this is the way it's going to be. A good man realizes, you know, I don't have the perfect plan. A good man, man realizes he can't control anyone in his life. A good man is honest about his own limitations. Secondly, every man wants to be a difference maker. He wants to make people's life better. But at the same time, he wants to be that person that makes the world a better place. He also recognizes fully that he's just not capable of making things happen. He has a really important role to play, but we can't make it happen. We, we just have a role to play. Here's the third thing I want to say specifically to any of you women out there that are wives. I want to simply say this to you. Believe in him. Believe in him. Believe in him to the point that you tell him that and you show him that. I spoke with a man recently. He's in his upper 50s and he's he's a great man. Anyone who knows him would say this to him, but here's what he said to me. All I want before I die is for my wife to show me that she loves me. A pretty crushing statement to hear someone say. I mentioned a few moments ago the man that just, he used his life and he just served his wife. And obviously he wasn't perfect because no one's perfect in any relationship. But he goes back, he looks back over 20 years and he said, as soon as we we had a child, I stopped existing. 
So here's what I want to say to all you wives out there. Your role is not to babysit the man. And I know there are times when your man might seem like he needs a babysitter. And the instinct might be to be like, well, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to just babysit him. I'm going to have to just take care of him. That's not your role. Your role is not to be a babysitter. And there's a lot more to be said about that when you feel like your husband is like, he's not, he's not doing his end of the bargain. And that's a whole, that's a whole nother conversation. Your role is also not to control him. That's not your mission. When you control your husband, that is like, instead of putting a cape around his neck and saying, I believe in you, you're putting a rope around his neck and you're saying, I don't believe in you, so I'm going to control you. And that sucks the life out of a man. I'll finish with a simple thing I want to share that is one of my favorite notes of all time. It's a piece of paper about about twice the size of a normal sticky note. I still have it in my vehicle. It's a simple square piece of paper. There was a day about four years ago that I was going somewhere to speak to some people. And my wife knew that it was an opportunity for me, yet I was also somewhat nervous about it. Here's what that note said. You are exactly who these people need to hear today. Man, did that note mean everything to me. You are exactly who these people need to hear from today. And I've kept that note. I have about three or four of those notes around the house. And I just cherish them. I want you to know, if you're a wife out there, that you have tremendous power for your husband, not power over him, certainly not power under him, but power for him. As you use your power for him, you'll put a cape around his neck. It'll feel like you're putting a king's crown upon his head. You'll cause him to rise up and be more. Your role is powerful. If you if you're in a relationship and you feel like you and your and your spouse that you're just you're not powerful for each other. If anything, you feel like you're just destructive towards each other. Your relationship is just empty at best. There's there's no greatness that you're sharing. The the picture of your wedding day seems like it's a whole different lifetime. You look at your wedding picture and it's almost even, it almost looks like it's a different human because you no longer have the joy and the celebration, the magic between the two of you. What if it's not too late at all? for you to have the kind of relationship that you'd love to come home to? What if it's not too late? If you're in a spot like that, I want you to, I want you to know 
that we serve people just like you. If you've listened to this podcast, you know about our program that we do called The Purpose Mastermind. It's conversations that we we guide people through a process of exploring their purpose and what they were made for. We don't focus and talk about your problems. We don't we don't talk about your marriage. We talk about what you were made for. Because when human beings are restored to what they were made for, it changes everything. It changes relationship problems. It changes work problems. It deals with an an emptiness that we're living with. When we know our purpose boldly, we also live boldly and love boldly and find freedom. If you're in a place like that, I want you to reach out to us about how we can help you and your spouse live the life that you were really made for. If that's you, I want you to I want you to text me at 918-401-9608. Once again, 918-401-9608. Or you can go to our website, PurposeMastermind.com, and you can sign up there for a 30-minute coaching call with us. We would love to talk with you. Until next time, everybody, go take on the day. Your life is meant for purpose, freedom, and love. We believe with all of our heart that you can know your purpose and be set free to live it out boldly. Have a great day.